Welcome to Audiobook Test Drive. In today's episode, we are featuring an excerpt from Married, Chastised, Cucked, and Happy, What's Wrong With Me, written by John Zellig. It may seem crazy, but he loves that she dominates him. My wife dominates me. She's my selfish and capricious strict mommy. She keeps me in chastity. She has sex with other men, often, openly, enthusiastically, frequently involving me in various roles. She manipulates and thwarts my pleasure. This is all humiliating and yet somehow exhilarating. I understand why her complete sexual freedom excites and pleases her. Once you've had your inhibitions undammed, burned away the barriers, taken out all the fuses meant to protect you from overload, jamming in pennies instead, what part of power and pleasure without limit would be difficult to accept? For my part, I don't know what's wrong with me, but I get off on it too. I love her. She loves me. That's not credible. It's not your marriage, not your call to make. Well, different strokes. And now for your listening pleasure, an excerpt from Merry, Chastised, Cucked, and Happy. A Morning Transgression Not that I hadn't tried before. Not that I hadn't failed before. Always. And with consequences. But I still, as much as the larger situation in which I found myself trapped was one that I had actually designed myself in intricate and perverse detail, I still couldn't help trying. I had been jolted awake by my bladder-driven morning hard-on. My little wifey was diligent about hydration. Yes, she was. Bulging, futilely and painfully, against the chastity cage that I wore now, pretty much always. A little bit of wince, moan, and sweat for me. She slept blissfully on, mere inches away. I just tried to regulate my breathing. Nothing to do about the painful confinement of my cock. I'd asked, I'd pleaded for that. Nothing to do about everything I had so foolishly given away. Authority, dignity, manhood, in some sense, adulthood. Those things, too, were just irrevocably gone. Be careful what you ask for. Yes, 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 yes. The words are the words. Hearing them? Very different thing from actually living them. And too late is, of course, too late. If I slept chastely, as I spent my days as well, a matter hardware, really her, more or less, self-chosen sleepwear was now something close to a parody of nineteenth-century rectitude. Long, white, cotton cylinders of cloth, plain and unadorned. In summer, as now, she let her hem rise, if only moderately, perhaps to the knee. But then sleep, a little tossing and turning, did its work, and there was often a little more rise, just to the lower line of her buttocks where the hem of her agonizingly chaste nighty might snag and linger, or, as this morning, a rare event, like a meteor shower, when some melange of upset and dreams actually pushed the hem to her waist, which made it difficult for me to breathe and impossible for me to resist, even knowing, yes, even 
knowing. I was slow, as slow as I could possibly be. I was careful, careful as I could possibly be, shaking as I was. Trembling fingers at first, light on the backs of her thighs, her on her side, her back to me, legs slightly scissored, as if she were running, bottom leg straight, top leg forward, and a little bent at the knee, the tiniest bit of stubble on her legs. When I got it exactly right, I knew, I would be able to raise a little plane of goosebumps along the soft flesh of her inner thighs, a signal that I was affecting her. Yes. But then, but then, but then, but then. What success meant, what it always and only could mean was, goosebumps aroused. I was sure I caught a whiff of her arousal, simply dizzying, almost incapacitating to me. She came awake in a drowse of passion that in no way loosened her grip on me or her control over me or changed our relationship one iota. Her sigh was soft, passionate, sad, and also, in a manner that was both odd and familiar, firm. Just as my fingers started to probe, surreptitiously, just a little further, just a little higher, beginning to graze and to flutter into the longer, oh-so-fragrant curls that guarded the shrine I so desperately wanted to touch. Penetration being more or less an annual ritual, tightly controlled, precisely orchestrated, she moaned and hummed herself awake. She fed me that bizarrely enticing cocktail, the recipe I had taught her, an affectionate, maternal, perversely sexualized, apologetic but taunting, seductive rejection. Oh, sweetie, she moaned, voice at first thick with sleep. No, you know that. She did a deft manual ballet in which she first cupped my fingers around her wild pubic brush, then pressed two of them through into the hot swamp of her arousal. I wouldn't, I couldn't, wash my hand for the rest of the day, something of which she was absolutely aware. She had marked me. Then she pulled my hand away, rolling a tiny distance from me on the bed to reinforce the point. You know, she continued, that Mommy's pussy is only for her boyfriend. You know that. A little sulky and petulant, that last part. Yes, I knew that. I froze. I had just... It had... I could see and feel and smell and all but taste... She rolled over again, fixed me in a heavy-lidded gaze. You need to get up now, she prompted gently. Make Mommy's coffee. She paused. As I knew she was requiring, I nodded, which she acknowledged in turn. Then get a nice big bowl of ice and leave it on the kitchen counter. Turning her head side again, away from me, making little another few minutes of sleep sounds, mostly hums and breaths, so that Mommy can cool you down, and decide how you need to be punished. We hope you enjoyed listening to this excerpt from Married, Chastised, Cucked, and Happy. If you would like to hear the entire audiobook, it can be purchased at Amazon.com, Audible.com, and iTunes.com.